2024, a brand new season of Notably Niche. I'm Michael, and this is my friend Kat, and we are in a new location, comfortably sitting on the floor and uh, enjoying some doggy time at Kat's house. So what are we talking about today, Kat? New year, new season, new me. (sighs) (laughs) You know what I love is like new year, like resolution time is January, and I don't do resolutions. Yeah. But I do use this... As like a, as a clear cut like bookend of like okay, let's make sure that we need to get something going. Mm-hmm. If it fizzles out, fizzles out. But I like want to get started on something. So, what is the thing? Not the resolution. We'll say what's the thing this year that you're like I've got to get this under control. Spending money. Like you, you spend more money? No, 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 no. <laughs> I need to get it under control. Oh, I was like, I can help you with that. <laughs> no, no, no. Point me no, in no a direction more... and give me a card. Let's go. No, I. I feel like I've gotten more aware of, like, how much money I'm spending. Like, side note, we've all, we went through a lot of changes this past year, and one of the changes was having, like, almost immediate access to Starbucks or coffee shops, like, at any time. At one point, I looked at my bank account, and I had spent almost $200 on coffee in one month. That's ridiculous. That's not allowed anymore. No, because what are we drinking right now? We are drinking espresso (laughs) that I made in my own home. (laughs) And we just ate pastries that I made in my own home. Taking it back. Capitalism. (laughs) 2023, capitalism ruled. 2024, (laughs) capitalism be damned. I am fighting capitalism. (laughs) One coffee at a time. (laughs) It's really good. I mean, I was telling you, I'm not an espresso drinker. Mm -hmm. I've... Apart from like having it mixed with a whole bunch of other stuff, this is this is nice. And you're drinking it black, no sweetener, no milk or anything. Yeah, y'all heard that. I'm drinking it black. No, like it's, <laughs> like, like it's. I love when people are like, "That's a status symbol. You drink black." Oh. I kind of agree. <laughs> I kind of agree. Like I've had conversations with people where they're like, oh, "I'm such a coffee snob." If they don't have the right syrups for my coffee, I'm like. You're a syrup snob. You're not a yeah. You're, yeah, you like the syrup, not the coffee. But you know, to people who like syrup, yes, it's great. Yes. Sometimes I want a sweet drink. Yes, same. But then I want dessert. Yeah. I don't want coffee. My thing is well, okay. But I will have it in coffee. But it is a dessert. Yes, I feel like there's like you're either going to get coffee because you want to have a sweet taste, and you're just like, I just need to have that pick me up with sugar. Mm-hmm. Or you're like, I'm going because I need something to let me not kill Patricia in human resources. That's me. You're Patricia? I, no, <laughs> you I'm, I, I'm the person people are holding back from Patricia. Yeah. No, I will walk into work if I have not drank my coffee. And if somebody, wow, that's enough. <laughs> if somebody speaks to me a little too chipperly. Chipperly? Is chipperly a word? Yeah, sure. It is now. If somebody speaks to me a little too chipperly, no, bring it down. Give me like 20 more minutes. No. I need to sit in the half dark while I drink my coffee before any kind of human interaction. So you started in a new job last year, and mm-hmm. what, like, when you go, because your your normal start, what's your normal start time? If I could ask, eight. Eight o'clock. Okay, so mm-hmm. uh, fairly typical. 
So what time do I get there is a different story. <laughs> 3 a.m. No, I've been getting Starting there. Starting the coffee machine. I get there anywhere from 6.45 to 7.15. Oh, that's not bad. It's, not bad I feel like it's not that bad. Usually people are like, Kat, what are you doing here? And I'm like, I am reading and decompressing before the day starts. Because I, if I walk in at 8, you don't want to meet that cat. I love that you, you're to decompress before the day starts. Cause yeah. I, no, I fully get that. I have to mentally prepare. I, so we have a report time, 7.15. I usually get there at 6.40 because I live ridiculously close to work now. And I just see no desire to get there early because I don't have to. Yeah. But no matter what, I will get there and I will not go into that building until I have set, drink a few drinks of my, <laughs> my gas station coffee because <laughs> I'm cheap. And then uh, I'll like go through TikTok, go through my socials, listen to some music and just breathe. It has to be like 10 minutes before I'll exit that car. Yes. And to be fair, if I had heat in my car right now, that is what I would be doing. But I don't, so I go inside. Yeah, because currently uh, Texas has decided that weather's going to be cold one second and the next day completely hot. Yeah. But it's pretty... We were in the teens. We were in the teens this week. That was... Mm-mm. The teens, but no snow. Yeah. So Texas we still had like, to go to work. New new me. Okay, that's one that I love. Every year we get to winter in Texas because of, you know, global warming and stuff like that. Uh, it's Weather's been, it's been funky, but everybody on social media, like, has beef with Texas on, like, the weather. They're like, oh, you're so ridiculous. It's not cold at all. It's not. But I'm loving seeing people defend, like, yes, our city shuts down because we've reached, mm-hmm. like, under 40. Yeah, well, and also... Because we don't have leadership that prepares for emergencies. If you can hear that little that's uh, that's Willie finding his way in the corner. Um, our leadership doesn't pay for us to have the infrastructure to be able to handle any kind of extreme weather. And for us, anything below, I'd say 35 is extreme weather. Oh yeah, it's yeah. so and- there's like no salt trucks. you can't drive on the roads. It's not safe. Well, it's not safe. And that's one thing I don't think people understand all the time is like the overpasses and the flyovers that we have here, uh, especially in San Antonio and the Houston area is ridiculous with them. But uh, like if you, if your car loses traction at all, we don't have chains. We don't no. like readily put stuff on our tires. Like, so it's like, if you don't get traction on your tires, you're flying off hundreds mm-hmm. of feet in the air and it's just like, well, there goes Sandy. Yeah, and if you are if you are on the expressway, you're not going into grass if you lose control. You are going over the edge and falling. To a limestone guy. Yeah, it's, it's your death. <laughs> it's a quarry. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, ooh, new year, new me, Texas. Come on, cool it. All that to say. <laughs> so last year... Uh, Last year was, like, a really rough go around. I can speak for, for me, it was really rough. Like, this year, my non-resolution, like, get your stuff together, what are we focusing on, I kind of am jumping back into spirituality. That's, I love that for you. But with, the, like, the, the subtle, the subtle, subtle, subtleness of, like, I'm doing it just to make sure that I... I'm fully committed to say that where I am currently is where I want to be. Yeah. It's more of like a trial. I'm I'm on a subscription trial <gasps> a for free spirituality. Tri- a 30-day free trial. 30-day free trial for spirituality. Uh, so, yeah. I really like it. When is, uh, when is the date for you to do the return before you're... 
committed. Well, if it's like any other my, of my other subscriptions that we we're talking about, I'll be on this for like four more years <laughs> until I find until my card. Oh, you know how you get us subscriptions? Mm-hmm. It's whenever your bank card finally expires and then they have to contact you and they're like hey by the way you need to update your card oh. and I'm like no i was i was thinking more it was when you actually have to go into the dmv to take a new picture that's next year oh no you have, you have one year i have one year to get this body under control because <laughs> my last dmv picture i went in fully like this one is the one <laughs> and they caught me and it was one of those like they, they just wait for you to not look good and they're like yeah i squinted drool coming out of the side of the lip <laughs> <laughs> and they take the picture and I've hated anytime checks, someone checks my ID I'm like yeah that's me I remember the last time I went to go get my picture taken at the DMV I had never been so hungover in my entire life and I remember fighting like I just have to make it through the next hour I can do it I'm not going to throw up here and I and I didn't you're gonna but, say, and they took the picture and I threw up on it. No, but you can see the pain in my eyes in that picture. So, yeah, the next time I get my picture done, I'm gonna actually, I'm gonna plan it out. I'm gonna, I'm gonna do it. Oh, we're gonna do this right now. So, I'm gonna show you my old ID. <laughs> I mean, it's not bad. I'm not gonna say, like, oh, he looks fugly. No, I, I I'm okay. But just, you, you know what, you tell me. You're, you know you're the model scout. Ready? On three. We're going to switch IDs. One. Two. Three. three. Go for it. All right. All right. Look at my deer in the headlights. You do, I mean, you look a little space, but you're not. Like, <laughs> I'm pale. I have never looked more pale than I do in that picture. But look at me. I look like I just farted and I don't want anybody to know. So I'm just smiling with just my lips. No teeth. It's like the Grinch smile. Like when it curls in on the <laughs> So, okay, side note, I know we're, eventually we're going to get to the new year, newbie, what we're doing for this year, but (laughs) looking at this picture, because you do, you have like a little smirk, like someone said something funny and you're trying really hard not to laugh. My brother, every single time he would go to take his school pictures, one of his classmates would always say something that would make him just lose lose it uncontrollably and he would laugh so hard and my mom would get so mad because in all of his pictures he was laughing and like you could tell he's like like with his mouth all tight and his eyes are all squinty oh it's whatever you don't want to laugh but you're yeah okay i was like it's okay if you laugh you usually no, get good photos but... no and <laughs> so funny but the phrase that he that his friend would say is the stupidest thing, and it's from a movie. I think it was a scary movie, um, the old like franchise where yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah with Anna Faris and all of those. It was Officer Duty Doofy reporting Do- for duty, <laughs> <laughs> and that was it. That's all it took. And he would lose it. <laughs> I, I'm okay. I'm a little <laughs> upset with your brother. He's I'm a grown little, up a lot. No, 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 no. I'm upset with him not because of like the movie choice, but that's the reference that you get. This friend's the one to really blame. Yeah, it is. He is. If you're going to quote that movie, you are not there's going so back. Many, there's, there's so many so, other ways yeah. to go. We'll have to do a recap of that movie one. <sighs> All right. Uh, I think your your picture is beautiful. I think yours is too. I, I like how <laughs> yours is in like photo noir. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> it is, yeah. They couldn't even like... The printer was out of ink. There was no cyan. Color. Magenta was low, so they're like, give him the black and white printer. 
It is kind of mugshotty though. Like Well, I mean, it's the same like format as a mugshot, isn't it? Yeah, they got me. They yeah. got me, girl. You know what? The next you know what? I take it back. The next time I go in to get my ID taken, I'm going to go in full mugshot energy. I I'm full my mug is going to be beat. I'm going to put the makeups on. I'm going to go in ready. My outfit's going to be set. Nice. I'm going to come in with headshots of my own. And I'm like, can y'all use these? <laughs> can I hold the picture up and y'all take a picture of the picture? <laughs> Taking like glamour shots. <sighs> like full denim head to toe. Me staring up at me and the moon. <laughs> <laughs> but there's th- it has to be three of you. This is true. Yeah. One of you one of you looking up, another of you looking down, and the other one facing the camera. Yeah. Dead hand. Perfect. <laughs> now we need that shirt. Now we need that shirt. Where can I? Where can Merch. I? Merch store 2024. <laughs> All right. So let's go ahead and jump on in. Uh, yeah. So we were talking about uh, New Year, New Me, but kind of like getting rid of stuff that we don't need. And I thought a great way to do that would be to go through some of the subscriptions that we do have <laughs> and actually talk about whether or not we actually use them or not. Yeah. Now, we are not sponsored at all. No. Not nor me. do we plan to be sponsored <laughs> by anybody. So we're going through... We we're do getting... not make money from this podcast in case anybody wants to come after us. Yeah. We have nobody. This is honestly just us sitting on the floor because we wanted to drink coffee. Yeah. And it gives us something to do. So uh, I'm going to start. I'm just going to open up my phone. There are things that I definitely need to get rid of. First mm-hmm. off... I never use Apple TV. I don't know why I have it. I think I was there for one show, and I can't even tell you what that show was. But it's been sitting here draining my my funds, and that one is probably going, like, today. Nice. That really means, like, three or four months. Because <laughs> <laughs> I have to go make sure there's no shows on there. Um, I told you earlier I canceled my Uber One subscription. Because that's another thing I was doing a lot, is ordering food. Does anybody need to pay... $30 for a Subway sandwich? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. So, my, like, one thing I'm doing is I'm trying to not order food. I'm trying to go get it. I'm still eating out. <laughs> I'm, baby I'm, steps. I'm bringing in. That's what it really yeah. is. But, okay, when did that start, though? Because for me, I can tell you, dead pandemic was oh, like, yeah. well, I don't have groceries. I need to get this. It'll be easier that way than me standing in line. Definitely. Hoping that I can get into a store that has something. It definitely started during the pandemic. Um, well, and I feel like I think it's still fine to have that luxury of like, you know what? It is worth the extra money. But for me to be doing that. 16 at, times a week. Yeah. No, that's not okay. <laughs> Breakfast, lunch, and doing dinner. It, yeah, exactly. I don't, I don't need to put it to have delivery breakfast tacos. I can go get them. Chris has been yelling at me. Over and over. Not really yelling, but he he's like, we've got to stop eating out. We've got to stop eating out. Got to save money. And I, I don't know. I'm torn. Because everything is expensive. Oh, yeah. And it's expensive getting... to cook at home. And it's yeah. expensive to go out. It's which expensive do you want? But I do agree. Like, not getting it four times a day. <laughs> or like, oh, I really want... I want one pastry donut. I will pay a $10 service charge and a tip. Yeah, no. So... But Uber won. Like, you didn't even go basic Uber. You're like, I want it in less than 15 minutes. Well, no, it's because it takes off the fees. It, like, it... $3. I know. How much did you pay for Uber one? It was, like, $9.99. Exactly. That's why. So, so I canceled it. There we go. I canceled it. Um, I'm trying to think of another one I canceled. I did cancel just some video subscriptions that I wasn't using, um, what are your video subscriptions? Because mine are out of control. Mine are out of control too, 
But I feel like I use a lot of them. And we don't pay for cable. So that's how I kind of justify that. You pay for cable too? No, no, oh. no, 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 no. <laughs> Like I, I've, I already know, like if I total them all up, I'm pretty close to yeah, cable. Yeah, it's, it's definitely in the same ballpark. But I mean, I have all of them. Netflix, Hulu, Paramount, right, here's, Amazon Prime. Here's the problem. I have them and Chris has them as well. And we're no. both in the same household. You so, both pay for them? Some of them, yes. And and not for any other reason than laziness. <laughs> I haven't declined my account. Because I already ha- it's already adjusted to me. I'd have to restart. <laughs> yeah. No, I know it's wrong. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm in the wrong. But, you know, that's one I have to get rid of. 2024. <sighs> I might be saying goodbye to my Hulu. Mm-hmm. And then seeing it on Chris's Hulu. <laughs> yeah. Um, I also, I also canceled some book subscriptions I had. Um, I know I've talked a lot about this on the podcast, but I read a lot. Um, but this year... (laughs) As I lean on your mountain of books. (laughs) Really? It's fine. It's fine. Um, I'm trying to not buy any books, at, at least from Amazon or like Barnes and Noble this year. That's kind of like my... I'm going to use the library more. That's one thing I'm trying to do. Supporting public libraries. That is who we support on this podcast. Yes, absolutely. Have I gone into a library? Not in a long time, but I support you. <laughs> it's pretty amazing. I actually really like going to the library. I have to get rid of a lot of like small subscriptions that I got to help me out with our D&D campaigns. Ah, uh, yeah. I, I really fell into the trap of like, I want this to look great. I want everything to be big and, and visually stunning. Mm-hmm. And now I'm to the point where I'm just like, I don't care. Yeah. I really don't care. So I don't need to spend $7 a month so that I can put a frame around a picture. Michael! <laughs> I, I know, I know, I know. I just really like visuals to look visually stunning. And that, <laughs> that became a problem for me. <sighs> the food I have to drop. Uh, I actually started using DoorDash and Uber and it's like, Uber's for me and Chris at home, and DoorDash is for work. Yes! <laughs> so that seems different to me. They are different. It's a work expense. I can write it off yeah. somehow, I'm sure. Okay, but to be fair, where you are, there's not a lot of like food choices within driving distance. So I of think, work. Yes, yeah. of work. So I definitely can see how, in your situation, that would be worth it. If yeah, you... if we're overlooking the fact that I could have just brought a lunch from Oh, home. I know. I mean, sometimes. You, yeah, we sometimes. Can, we can't, we can't be perfect day. all the time. Do you know what my solution is whenever I don't have food at work? Vending machines. No, because I refuse to pay that much. That's the line I draw. That's the line? It's two fifty for a bag of chips. A small bag of... No. Ha- yes, it is expensive. Oh. <gasps> Did it go up from last year? Because last year I had maybe it's not too a, many. Maybe one seventy five. It was I. It was one seventy five. It was I get a bag of hot Cheetos every single day. You know, healthy choices is what we live by. I gave myself an ulcer. <laughs> I could feel it. I'd be like, man, why does my stomach like hurt? Like it's a weird pain. It kind of feels like fuzzy, but like in one specific. And someone's like, do you want some Takis? Absolutely, I do. 100%. Yeah. <laughs> no, I draw my line there. It's way too expensive. So I, I've got to be better at this. I just don't eat. Now, yeah. I do not. I do. I want to be very clear about this. That is not okay. Yeah. 
you need to eat. But I, because of where I work, there's nothing out there. If mm-hmm. you try to leave, you're not getting back in because they're doing construction and traffic is always horrible. So I've got to be better about bringing a lunch. Yeah. I also feel like you, the way your brain works, like you just genuinely forget. <laughs> like... <laughs> you know, this is also very true. <laughs> Very, very true. Because I will... But that's the thing is, like, I don't forget about that time. That is an actual choice whenever I'm at lunch during work of, like, I didn't bring anything. You know, I'm just not going to eat. It's still early because I work in education, so we basically eat brunch. Yeah. And then I have to survive the rest of the day. But I've gone nights where we have to stay after, come back for school for an event, and I won't get home until about 6 or 7 o'clock at night, and I'll be moody and irritable, and then I'll just look at Chris and I'll be like... I haven't eaten today. Ding, ding, ding. How did I forget? Yeah. <laughs> so, gotta be better about that. Well, oh, oh, go, sorry. Go, go, no, no, go. well, I was gonna say one thing I am trying to do, like not stopping, but um, trying to do more, and it's actually working out super well, is just making more food from scratch at home. So, like, I started making bread. The pastries? The can pastries. we just talk about the pastries? We can talk about the pastries. This, this, oh no. This individual, I wish, I wish that we had technology where you could taste and smell it was fig, mm-hmm. drizzled honey, mm-hmm. goat cheese, pastries, and there was something else in it. Thyme. Thyme. Yeah. You put thyme and love into it. I did. <laughs> I did. <sighs> Delicious. It, they were very good. You know what I made today? What'd you make? I heated up a pre-made hamburger patty in the microwave. Yeah, how did it taste? <laughs> like a pre-made hamburger patty because that was warmed in the microwave. Because I have a very vivid memory of the frozen cheeseburgers that my mom used to buy, and they were so good. To this day, when I feel like I want a cheeseburger, like in my mind, that's what I think of. They're not good, but, but man, they do. They, they do the hit. job. <laughs> no, it, it was it was fulfilling. I made a little small cheeseburger. Uh, we made spaghetti a couple nights ago. And I was like, I did the thing because mm-hmm. I was, I willed myself to the grocery store and back and I made it. That night? That night. Wow. Which I think is the solution. I can't do that. I have to do that. <sighs> out of sight, out of mind. I'm telling you, if I put something in the refrigerator, we don't have it anymore. Mm, because I object to, permanence. Object permanence. I never developed that. <gasps> yeah. Stay in the room. That's what it's <laughs> You should probably talk to a therapist about that. Uh, what else are you trying to do different this year? There's the typical, like, I gotta get in shape, which I really do. I've I've put so much weight on this last year, and I've got to lose it. But not for any other sake than just, I would like to live. True. <laughs> and, and I need to make sure I attain this. Very true. And it's not that, and for me, weight is not an issue. It's how fast I put on weight. Mm-hmm. And it, it went on way too easily so I need to yeah I need to monitor that mm-hmm. that that's true I feel like these days I'm definitely living in a bigger body than I'm used to but I also feel better mm-hmm. like I feel happier like I feel good about the food I'm eating I feel good about the amount of activity I'm doing so I'm not super worried about it but I do notice it Getting dressed in the morning is a little bit harder. <laughs> Chris and I have not bought clothes in forever. And we went to, uh, we were invited to go do uh, a clinic in Florida together. We'll talk about that one day because that was a blast. But uh, when we were there, we had to dress up. And we were like, none of our dress pants fit us. None of, we haven't had to dress up for mm-hmm. work like that in a while. So we had to go shopping again and just like realizing, oh, I went up sizes. 
I went up sizes. That's interesting. I, I'm gonna have to cope with that. I'm gonna have to figure that mm-hmm. out. But I feel comfortable. I feel happy. So I don't feel like I'm in a bad place. Yeah. Until uh, I start realizing my joints were on fire, and I Oof. didn't know why. And finally went to a chiropractor. We kind of talked about some, some things, and yeah, weight weight became an issue on that one. Yeah. <laughs> hate that. I just want to get up easily. I spend most of my day sitting exactly like this, crisscross applesauce on the floor. So, I need to be able to get up Because I can't get up. (laughs) (laughs) No, it's my job. Immobility was a very important (laughs) job. I spend most of my day crisscross because nobody helps me off the floor. (laughs) Just Where's Cat? Just sitting in the corner. She can't get up again. She's in the ball pit again. Just (laughs) drowning because it can't get out. No, she's on Big Joe. She's on that huge bean bag. (laughs) So what about you? What's what's one more thing that you're looking forward to this year? What are you tackling? I, I feel like I'm finally at a place where I, and this is huge. Hold on, hold on to your, hold on to your butts here. I feel like I'm at a stage in my life where I'm no longer afraid of people, like afraid of like getting to know people. So that's <laughs> never mind. I thought we we're going somewhere else. <laughs> Continue. No, I want to know. No, what we'll come back to it. Okay. Continue. No, I feel like um, it's a lot easier for me to like just get to know people on a real level and like figure out like how I don't know, like just how to get to know people and like asking questions and joking around, finding people's humor because like before, like I had y'all and I was like, I'm good. I don't need anybody else. But I feel like over the past couple of years, I've learned how to navigate more relationships and I feel excited for like one of the first times ever to like really put effort into more relationships which is which is different very different for me it is very different yeah i think it's funny that you and i always tend to go the opposite side of the coin Mm -hmm. because you're going that direction and my direction right now is because i don't have my core group of friends Mm -hmm. at my job where we met yeah i have no reason to have friends not not like like there are people that i love yeah but it's just a it's a job for me Mm -hmm. so i go in i do my my job i go through i I'm much more, uh, abrasive is not the word, but it could come off as abrasive. Of, yeah. Like, I am saying, no, this is what we do. This is the, the legal issue. I am very more upfront of this is the job. I'm only doing the job. Mm-hmm. And then I walk away and I don't stress out too much of like, oh, but we didn't hang out. I went out on a happy hour ye- uh, yesterday or Friday and it was the first time I was with other people and it was nice. Mm-hmm. But even then it was like, I wasn't expecting to be like. I need to know your whole backstory. Tell me everything about your life. Yeah. You're comfortable with acquaintances. I, yeah. I'm comfortable which, with Which is drink. also really big for you. Because I feel like for so long, like, you craved, like, those really intense, deep relationships, which are so good. And, yeah. Which I feel like we are going to talk about uh, sometime on this season uh, when we get back into our Enneagram talks. Yes, uh, I actually want to do that next, our next episode. I think we should. Yeah. Because I have drastically uh, turned on where I am in my 
in my Enneagram number. Really? Like, like I, I, I pushed really hard on one side, and now I see as an older <laughs> aging <laughs> four off the Enneagram. Uh, yeah, relationships mean very different things to me now. Mm-hmm. And I'm very happy with it because That's they, so good. they are less fantastical mm-hmm. and more... This could sound horrible. Mundane, like no. ordinary. I'm just happy that they're there instead yeah. of making them be the best thing in the world. Being mundane is not a bad thing. Tall that tall tall that to to Michael three years ago. Oh no, no, it would never listen. No, no, no. <laughs> be ordinary, me. No. Absolutely. Not. <laughs> All, right. All right. Are we gonna continue our questions? I don't even know what kind of question we left on. I you'd have to pull it up. Yeah, let's see. We have to finish these out because we said we were gonna finish them out and then it we, never happened. We did. By the way, if you have no idea what we're talking about, these are the New York Times 36 questions to fall in love. Mm-hmm. But we've been using them just to kind of get to know each other a little bit. Yeah, and it's been one week since you no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we don't know the rights. Nope, we don't. As you're uh, pulling those up, I have uh, been telling people that I work with and certain friends that were, are not part of this co- podcast those questions mm-hmm. and I've been getting some really interesting answers like it's been fun to hear them and then I finally started talking about them with my uh, my husband with Chris and mm-hmm. he he gave me some really profound answers but even then he didn't listen to our podcast and he was like what did y'all say has your answer changed and I was like you know what one day we're going to come back to these questions and I want to compare Like, have we grown a little bit out of our I love that question because I feel like these questions, like, while at their core would stay the same, I can definitely see how, like, even if I were to answer a question today and the same question tomorrow would be different. Um, Okay, so the next one. Okay, so the next question is, if you are going to become a close friend with your partner, please share what would be important for him or her to know. If I'm going to be a close friend with my partner? Yeah, I feel like... I feel like you should be. Like, why would you... Why would you not be a close friend with your partner? See, I can't answer this. Neither can I. I feel like you'd have to be... Like, maybe if you were, like, in an arranged situation. And you're like, I fell in love after... Maybe it means, like, what is something... I don't... I don't understand the first part of the question. but But I do think that there are some things that you might encounter as a couple that you're like you find out about it later you're like oh like yeah you probably should have known this yeah yeah okay that right there i think is a better way to go about it okay so uh speaking just for for me and chris uh when we first met and we were together it was it was more on the physical side of attraction like we didn't really have a lot in in similarity like personality wise and then as we started uh, kind of getting more invested in our profession, because we have the same job, I, it was more of a respect that built a relationship. Mm-hmm. I highly respected him for his work ethic, for his drive, yeah. for his uh, genius intellect. And then it wasn't until like the last decade when we got into our 30s that we started to like really pay attention to, oh, this is what you believe. I mm-hmm. didn't even know how he felt about religion about politics about like there was a lot of things i was like these are your beliefs these are your things that you you navigate and see the world around you uh both of us being queer 
it was even a notice of like, oh, we both really are profoundly connected to queer culture mm-hmm. because it's one of the few places we both share together that we feel safe yeah. to be ourselves. Whereas our profession, unfortunately, it's it's not the same. So whenever I first was dating him, everything wasn't like him being authentically himself or me being myself because mm-hmm. it was us trying to make sure we were going to get far in our, our career path. But now we've become better friends and I, I have more uh, of a profound relationship with him. Yeah. Like I, we express love more intentionally. That's good. Because we're friends. Mm-hmm. I like that. I think mine is more of a, like, a specific, like, probably should have talked about this, like, when we first started getting together. But to be fair, I didn't know 100% is kids. Like, I think every, like, every couple, and I know it's, I mean, I want to say it's common sense, but I know there's a lot of couples that probably don't talk about it. Um, I... For the longest time growing up, I was like, oh, I'll probably want kids one day, one day, one day, one day. Mondo was the same way. He would say, oh, I mean, yeah, one day, but we're not ready. And then when I realized, oh, shit, I don't think I want kids. And I remember I sat down and I was like so nervous. And we, at this point, we had been married for four years. And I was, I remember exactly where I was in our little like one bedroom, like 400 square foot apartment. And I was like. So I really have to tell you something, but I'm very nervous. <laughs> and I told him and he was like, oh, thank God, neither do I. <laughs> but that is definitely something that I think we should have talked about a lot more at length before getting married. Luckily, it worked out for us because we were both on the same page, but that could have ended really badly. Yep. I've... I've had friends who have not succeeded in that conversation because mm-hmm. they waited too long and then realized yeah. they were not on the same page. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, that's another topic we can probably get into is... Yeah, kids. definitely. Like, I have a very strong opinion, and I know not everybody shares it, but uh, I feel like it is, it is difficult to be non-kid, not, not kid-friendly, but... Like, to not want kids yeah. does change how you walk this this planet. Mm-hmm. And well, and it's also hard to maintain relationships as you get as you get older because a lot of the people that you are very fond of and are really close with choose that life for them and they're extremely happy. And of course, we're very happy for them, but our activities don't exactly mesh anymore diverging paths and that's okay yeah um so yeah that's something that um i would definitely have wanted mondo to know should we do one more yes one more and then we'll close out i like this one (laughs) i'm so excited to end on a silly note share with your partner sure an embarrassing moment in your life (laughs) like i haven't already gone through a lot of them I i have mine oh go for it Okay. You, you set the bar and then I'll see where we're at. Okay. I, yeah. So, <laughs> a couple of years ago, I was in a different state in a city I was not very um, aware of or I just wasn't, I, I wasn't a native to this city. I was visiting a family member 
And one night we ended up going out to this really awesome, like, satanic goth club, which was probably the best, like, place I've ever been, the most safe I've ever felt going out. Um, side note. But went there, got very inebriated, and we ended up Ubering a couple of places, and our last stop was going to be at a diner. Um, so we were at the diner, we had just called an Uber and it said, I have, I remember it so vividly, a black sedan, a, a black sedan Uber is coming to pick you up. License plate. No, no. <laughs> no I mean, I, I don't know if I would have been able to like recognize a license plate at this point, <laughs> but we're, I'm standing outside of the diner, up drives a black sedan, comes like right right in front of the door and of course i go to get in the black sedan and it uh drives and parks and i was like oh that's weird maybe he needed to get out or something needed to do something so i follow the black sedan and i try to get inside the car again um and then this person locks the door and i'm like i knock on the window like dude it, it's me i i called you um this person gets out of the car and is like, I don't know you. <laughs> this was not my Uber. And I tried to profusely apologize over and over and over again to this guy. And I, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Did not give me the time of the day. Time of day. Why would he? I'm some crazy person who just tried to get into his car and I sat on the curb and I cried for the next five minutes because he would not accept my apology. <laughs> that is my most embarrassing moment. If that is your most, you're doing a really good job. I am life. doing a really good yeah. job, but that haunts me. It haunts <laughs> me. I hope he's okay. The amount of times through childhood that I've just done stuff and I'm like, oh my God. I will never live this down and they still give me anxiety where I'm like someone still remembers that and they're gonna they're gonna bring it up at some point whenever if I do anything worthwhile and I have to give a speech they're gonna be like what about that time what about the time when you pissed in the pool what about the time I can like, never run for office <laughs> yeah this is <laughs> the uber scandal uber gate no I'll give you one that's recent so tells you uh with with my body being all in pain I was like I'm gonna go set up a chiropractor appointment and I, I messaged you about this a couple of days ago. <laughs> so uh, the first time I went in, I, I've only gone to the chiropractor once. It was after I being in a car crash when I was in, like, my teens, late teens. And they, like, they popped the bones and they put some pads on and did the little shocks for the muscles. And that's all that was it was. Amazing. It was. It was beautiful. But I was 19. I didn't care. I was just like, oh, it feels good. Mm -hmm. I'm in pain from a traumatic car crash. It was like a small fender bender. And then... Flash forward to last week, I was like, oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna having this pain in my back. Every time I wake up, my joints hurt. I just feel out of whack. Uh, I, I, I teach a lot of dance stuff, so like I have heavy impact on the floor. I just need to get this checked out. So I set up an appointment, went, and the guy walked me through. and was like, oh, we'll, we'll set you up on a basic plan of how we'll adjust you. Come in twice a week. So the first time, small little pop-pop. See you later. I even told Chris, I don't feel anything, but I'll give it one more try. So I go in, and this is one of those locations where there's like six doctors, doctors, I don't know. I, I don't know what to get. <laughs> you know what, chiropractor. Yes. They went to school, they, whatever. Yeah. So I, this guy, 
as a queer individual who is typically attracted to male presenting figures, I I have a type that I have always been told, like, oh, you kind of go for this type. I have never considered the idea of a bigger, stouter build of a man. Mm-hmm. This bear <laughs> of a man came up to me and was like, I've been told that I have tough hands and I'm heavy handed. And I, and I, all I could think was break me. <laughs> and so, Did you say that? No, but I oh. wanted to so badly. <laughs> I laid down in because of course he's like face, face forward, back up. And I'm just like, okay, everything in this is making me feel real feelings. <laughs> Sucking down on the little bed. And he like pushes around my spine uh, to move the muscles and kind of get the, the tendons going. And then, Gives me one big CPR press in the center of my back, and I felt life shoot everywhere <laughs> around me. And I let out this audible, oh! <laughs> <laughs> and he was like, oh, it's like, yeah, uh, definitely felt something there. And I'm like, I did. And so he kept doing it every time. More groans, more stuff. And I was like, this feels so good, and I feel so bad. But this guy <laughs> is doing something for me. So then I end on my back. And he has his palm, like, fingers waving to me. So his, so he's, like, moving just the fingers, kind of like a come here gesture. And I'm like, oh, okay, he's saying, like, get up. But I just pop my back. I feel a little sore. And he kept putting the hand in front of me. So I would reach for the hand, thinking, like, he's trying to help me up. And he kept, like, moving my hand away. <laughs> and then he'd wave me up again. So I'd reach again. It was very, like, uh... <laughs> Pride and Prejudice. Pride and Prejudice. <laughs> Like, oh, cotillion, like, will you be my dance partner, uh, kind of. And I, like, have my dainty queer fingers in this manly masculine, straight as can be bear of a behemoth, who is just slapping my hand away. And then I finally realize, oh, he's not offering me his hand. And I have to stand up, put my jacket, grab my keys, get everything. And I'm like, oh, thank you, bye. And I run out. Will I go back and request him? Yes. Absolutely. <laughs> but you need a new name. Yeah. You need a new look. I what color to, are we dyeing your hair? I have to register again under a new phone number. <laughs> I'm going to use Chris's name. Can't go back. Michael Vasquez cannot go back to that. No. I think they can. I think they should. And they're gonna. <laughs> I cannot tell you. Seriously. He's a gorgeous, gorgeous man. And not at all anybody that I've ever, ever considered being like, this is an attractive man. And the hardest part, he's a cis straight white man. <sighs> Those are the worst. <sighs> the worst ones. He Why did they have to ruin he everything? He got me. <laughs> <laughs> that was great. I love our embarrassing stories. I. <sighs> the good thing is, is they're recent. These aren't too far away. No, mine was, what, 2019? Well, yeah. you, mine's not. Mine, mine was Friday <laughs> or Thursday. <laughs> you know what? More to come because embarrassing stuff happens all the time. Mm-hmm. And like, maybe we can like go around and just start collecting embarrassing stories for a future episode. I love that. If you have an embarrassing story, don't know how you're going to get it to us, but find a way. Yeah. Just, I don't know. We're Pig- standing pigeons. by. Pigeons. <laughs> Carrier pigeons. But messages in a bottle. Yeah, but honestly, think about things. If you are starting the new year and you are into resolutions, by all means, good luck to you. Uh, stick with it. If you don't stick with it, we get it. Uh, but new year, new me. New year, new you. Same life, same me. Yeah. 
Can't wait. So next uh, time, I believe we're going to be talking about our Enneagram numbers. I'm, ex- I'm so excited to jump into that. Yeah, just a review. So yeah, uh, th- that's all for today. I uh, hope to see you soon. On Notably Geek. Mm-hmm. Thank you.